Having the right mindset and attitude is very important to success in anything, and especially in trading. In today's episode, I'm gonna share with you some of the techniques that I use to really switch my mindset around so that I can be in a position to become a consistently profitable trader. By the way, if you're brand new to the podcast, my name is Akil Stokes. I'm a professional trader as well as a trading coach over at tier1trading.com. If you want to learn how to become a better trader or maybe you're stuck in kind of a little bit of a rut and want to get out of it, make sure you check out the content available over at www.tier1trading.com and see if it helps. John hit me up yesterday, said, oh, it did exactly what I was going to do, or exactly what I predicted. It just never gave me a chance to get involved, but I'm going to take it as a mental victory. And I told him, I said, hey, mental victories are good, guys. How many of you guys take mental victories? How many of you guys take mental victories in your trading? And by mental victories, I mean like you made a prediction. It worked out. You may have not actually made money. But you congratulate yourself, right? They are they they are extremely good, right? Yeah, not just in trading either, right? They're extremely good because think about it like this, right? We we you know I'm a believer in like you know you control what you can control, and our mindset is one of the things that we can control. It's a whole kind of like glass half full, glass half empty. And again, younger me would have never thought like this, but when I when I consciously wanted to change my mindset and you know, purposely and deliberately turn myself from a very negative person to a positive person, I start seeing the effects of this. It also changed a lot when I started thinking about efficiency, right? When I, I started trying to do more actions that pushed me in the right direction and less actions that pushed me in the wrong direction, right? The whole Kaizen continuous improvement type of thing. And when I was down this journey of, of kind of changing the way I thought about life, not just trading, trading just happened to be the thing that kind of um, stemmed it. When I went down this journey, I realized something. I asked myself, all right, is there any value in, let's, let's use our example of taking it or analyzing a trade, doing everything right, never getting an entry, watching it go to direction and, and making us millions of dollars, right? And I thought to myself, is there any value in beating myself up for not being involved in the trade? Well, one, did I do anything wrong, right? Process over outcome. I didn't do anything wrong, right? I wasn't supposed to be in the trade. So it's a, a good non-trade because I didn't break my rules. But two, where does whining and moaning and complaining about not being involved like I used to do, like, does that actually help me? Does it actually push me in the right direction? Does it do anything positive? No, not really. It just makes me feel bad, right? I'm just, I'm just torturing myself, right? Now, if you guys are into that type of thing, then you know, do you. But I'm, I'm not into that type of thing, right? So, I started looking at these mental victory. I started looking at the positive side of it as one, like, hey, I did good analysis, right? I can control my analysis. That is, that is the one thing I can control in the situation, right? I can control how I analyze the market. I can control what I predict. Can I control if I get my trade entry? Can I control the market giving me what I need to enter a trade? Can I look at the chart and be like, hey, market, give me a double top and will it to happen? No, if I could, I wouldn't be here speaking to you guys. I would probably, well, I'd 
I would be trading my own money and then the government would find out about me and they would arrest me and use me as their personal kind of like slave. That's exactly what would happen in reality, right? They'd find me and put me in some black site and use me to make money for all types of bad people. Um, but before that happens, I would, I would selfishly make myself money. So the fact is we, we can't. So that's out of our control. So we can't get mad about it because we didn't do anything, right? It wasn't like we made a mistake. It's a different story if your entry reason came and you were scared and you didn't take it or, you know, you didn't set your alarm or you were out partying and when you were supposed to be watching your charts, right? That's a different story. If you missed it by your own fault, then you can get mad at yourself. Then you can slap yourself around a little bit. But aside from that, take the win. You did a good analysis. You made a good prediction. You didn't get involved, no, but the market didn't give you anything to get involved. So that's still a good trade. And the positives that you take from that prediction, that's going to give you motivation, encouragement. It's going to give you confidence. And now you're going to be confident the next time it happens. And you're going to be confident the next time it happens. And we know about confidence, right? The more confident you are, the more likely you are to take the right actions. The more likely you are to take the right actions, right? The more likely you are to get the right results. When you start getting more of the right results, you start getting more confident and you believe in yourself even more. And in that, that cycle of success, we always talk about belief, action, results get stronger and stronger and stronger. So yeah, always take the positive. And John says, I have to. We do it all the time in the fire department too. I could imagine. I, yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, I can imagine the control what you can control aspect of that is even is even harsher. You don't need to go into details, obviously, but I, I can I can imagine there's a lot more psychological, emotional traumas that you have to deal with. Where if stuff sits with you, uh, you know, it, it can be pretty bad. Again, I, I can't. It, it, I, can't, I can't imagine kind of feeling what you guys feel that my, the closest relationship I can have is sports where it's like you make it, I, I made a, I remember in high school, I still remember to this day, two, two instances in high school. One, um, it was my, my big football game where I had like five scouts come down to scout me and I dropped three touchdown passes or three. I'm assuming I would have caught them and went for touchdown, but three touchdown passes. I remember that. I remember a missed tackle in overtime against a team where, I just got fooled by a, a play action fake. I was late, missed the tackle, the guy scored. And that sat with me for a very long time because I feel like I blew it. I feel like I blew it. Now, in reality, there's a million other plays that happened during the game that could have stopped that situation from even happening. And who knows? Maybe if I even got him in time, he was, I was a small, like 160 pound dude. Maybe he would have ran me over anyway. Who knows? But stuff like that sat for me. And then you, if you take it with you, you lose confidence for the next game. I remember after that game, I was scared to tackle because in my mind, I'm like, what if, what if I miss it? What if I miss any scores? What if I do this? So I was, I was hesitant. And when you're hesitant in sports and if you're, <laughs> if you're a firefighter and you're hesitant, I can imagine that is not a good thing. I imagine you have to have blind confidence in doing what you're doing and trusting your training. And that's what the confidence does for you in training, especially when things happen fast. You have to have blind confidence and hey, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how I'm supposed to do it. Stops go here. Targets go here. Let's do it. And then you got to just do it. You, you hesitate too long. That that move, right? If the market taught us anything over the last week or so, that that move is going to be gone without you. And that that move may not come again for a very long time. So, yeah, mindset is everything. Take take your take your mental victories, guys. Hey, put it in your trading plan, or put it in your trading log in your journal. You know, write down. Hey. You know, you can even write it in your actual trade log, write down the trade and just say, hey, 
good analysis, never had an entry. Just put zeros in the win-loss column. But put put it in there. And then at the end of the year, look at how many, how many good predictions you made. Now, the next step is always this, right? And this is uh, the post the post-market analysis. We always talk about that's so valuable. The next step is review that opportunity. And I always say, find your find your 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 best case scenario, right? Review that opportunity and ask yourself, is there any other way? I could have gotten involved. And it could be like no, no rules, right? Now, now be honest. Just, just don't be like, oh, I would have gotten involved as soon as it turned around at the highest point, right? Don't do that. But I'd be like, hey, what if I would have used like a single candlestick approach? Or what if I used like an RSI doing this? And jot those things down. And what you may notice is that you may find some type of trend. You may notice that, hey, I am missing a lot of these trades, but I'm noticing the same thing happen. One of the reasons, and you guys weren't with me back when I did this, when I, when I first started trading, I believe even before, I think the beginning of my coaching, I was like this. Um, I required, aside from pattern formations, I required double tops and double bottoms for every entry. Did you guys know that? I told you I was a very conservative trader because I was very aggressive and blindly losing money before. So I, I went complete 180 and got super conservative. But I require double tops and double bottoms. Now, you guys are smart. How often do double tops and double bottoms come as entry reasons? Would you say 90% of the time? Would you say 75% of the time? Would you say less than 50% of the time, right? The answer is less than 50% of the time. So there are so many trades like, like John's example where I would see it and I would want it and I would wait for it and it would run off without me. And when I did that post-market analysis, I started no I started noticing we're getting a bump in pound yen right now in the range bar chart, by the way, breaking out of the ascending triangle. When I did my analysis, I would notice that, hey, we didn't get the double top or double bottom, but we did get this higher, high, higher close, this lower, low, lower close. And I just started keeping track of it. And I started seeing how frequent that was and how many times it put me in a good situation. Now, sometimes it lost. Don't get me wrong. There are plenty of times where it lost. And it's like, man. See, if I would have waited for a double top, double bottom, I never would have got a signal, never would have took a loss. So there, there are wins and, and losses that come with it. But that's one of the reasons that I switched that more aggressive approach, just because I was tracking those missed trades and I was looking for, hey, what do these things have in common? Running my, my best case scenario trade, is there any way I couldn't have gotten involved in this? And something that I never really paid attention to stood out to me. And that was pretty cool. Um, Bobby says maybe you can use it in the future to get involved in different entries. Yep, there we go. Yep, I, I just, yeah, sorry, I just stole your thunder, Bobby. I, I, that long rant I said, I could just said what Bobby said. What Bobby said. Thanks for listening, guys. If you have any tips or personal things that you've used in your life, feel free to share it, right? You can hit me up on social media at Akil Stokes RTM. You can leave a comment under the YouTube version of this video as well, but feel free to share your experiences. I do read and respond to all messages except for the spammers, and many of them become future episodes of the Trading Coach Podcast. So don't be shy about reaching out. I love to talk trading. I love to talk motivational, inspirational, empowerment type of stuff. So hey, have the conversation.